brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of A Walk Through the Multiverse. I'm your host, Joe, and this show is part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network with eight shows in total. Those shows include Ranger Alliance, Slice of Film, DC Alliance, Animation Nation, Marvel Alliance, Star Wars Alliance, A Walk Through the Multiverse, and uh, World's Finest True Believers. And you can check all them out on the Geek Ultimate Alliance, Geek Ultimate Alliance podcasting network thing look i i I, my brain broke i don't know what's going on with me it happens um because i tried to do something different this time i should not try to do different things every time i just do the same thing you should do different things every time because the bloopers that you go through are so much better than the regular show i do different things every time and that's just how how we get what we get it also doesn't help that i've got like five shows that i i do and 
I can't remember the script. There's a reason why I stopped doing five shows. Yeah. Yeah, I really should. Uh, As you guys just heard, I've got two guests with me today, Ron and Clay. They've joined me again for this Last of Us talk. Um, Before I introduce them properly, uh, just let you guys know that this show, like I said, is part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. We have a Patreon. If you would love to join the Patreon, we, we would love you for life if you did. Uh, you got or at least for as long as you're a Patreon. That too. Yeah, once once you leave, you're dead to us. Um, <laughs> Only as good as your money. Uh, no, I'm not calling them out. That is unfair. <laughs> no, I uh, said calm down, Chuck. Oh, calm down. Okay, so I guess I'm hearing things. Um, but because we have a Patreon, you know, we, like I said, we got two tiers. A dollar tier is just a nice little thank you. But the $5 tier, you can get ad-free content early access to content and Patreon exclusive content um, ad free content, because we will have ads in this episode and I will give you a heads up when those ads happen. Um, but yeah, Patreon exclusive content. We've got a ton of stuff over there. We did a big push last year. We're going to start pushing again this year. I've got a couple already in the can. I just have to edit them up and one's actually coming out later. But uh, I got a couple that I need to edit up and then get up on the Patreon. And other than that, uh, oh, yeah, actually, we still have uh, three shows that go live on the Geekverse YouTube channel. DC Alliance goes live Monday nights. Star Wars Alliance goes live Wednesday nights. And Marvel Alliance goes live Thursday nights. You can guys check those out. Geekverse on YouTube. We'd love for you to, to, to come hang out with us when we do these shows. and. I think that is all the paperwork. So let's go ahead and introduce my two guests. Ron, how you doing, hey, bud? Everybody. Thanks for thanks for being here. And Clay, new What's dad. What's up, everybody? I, I, I have new dad on this thing. You've been I new think... dad for like a year now. No, no. <laughs> it's Don't like make four her months. older. It's, it's been almost six. She turned six months in. I was closer than Joey. Closest to going days. over. Jesus. well it it's it's too fast everything is going by too fast yo those early years yeah yep once they get older they just are never around so ease up while you can so it actually goes fast yes no i'm joking (laughs) um all right so yeah we are talking about last of us episode eight this episode um trying to think the best way i enjoyed it it there i had some problems with it and we'll get into that when we start talking spoilers but those problems are kind of superficial and like i said we'll get into it but overall the the episode itself was good it was good world world building and i'm excited to see where we go from here uh what what did you guys think well i know where we're going from here well so do i but <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. Um, I I liked the episode a lot too. Uh, I liked. Uh, I will go into that later. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good episode. It was uh, the right amount of uh, excitement and um, uh, non excitement, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Moving the story along. I I will say this: there has been a lot of praise for this episode and a lot of disappointment with this episode. And I think that both points are valid. 
um, Joe, I know that you had a very extensive conversation uh, with uh, fellow uh, Geekverse and uh, GUA member Travis mm -hmm. Snell about this episode and kind of where we're going from here. Uh, and I know that they talked a lot about it over at the Geek First podcast uh, review for this episode. And I will address that when we get there. But I think they are valid. Uh, and there's one key point to it being valid that I want to talk about once we get there. But overall, I think it was a good episode. Again, didn't stray too much away from the actual source material here, um, which I think is always a good thing, but it can be hindering. Uh, yeah, and, and that's kind of what we will be talking about. Yeah. Um, well, other than that, uh, I know it's a little little earlier than that. I, apparently, every episode the ad break comes in early, but uh, I do want to get into just talking spoilers because you know there's really nothing else to say pre spoilers. So spoilers are where it's at. Spoilers are where it's at, especially on those Japanese cars. Um, we'll go ahead and take our first ad break. And what's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. No, the Japanese, like, like the cars you see in the first Fast and Furious movie, all the imports, all the spoilers on the back of them. Yeah, I know what a spoiler is, but why does it have to be a Japanese car? They're, they're the ones that usually have it. Now you're stereotyping. Yes, I am. That's racist. Yep. <laughs> so, anyways, welcome to the last episode of uh, <laughs> the Last of Us episode. Uh, anyway, no, let's go to our first ad break. We don't get to control the ads, the amount of ads, how many times they repeat themselves, or the volume. So, here's your three count, and we'll be right back. Three, two, one. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit. And we're back. I love how Joey says he doesn't control the ads, but I just saw him put in all those loud, obnoxious ads over and over again. I mean, I tried to repeat them, and I tried to make them louder every time. But I don't think it worked the way I wanted it to. So if it starts going, that's not my fault. I swear. See, no, you put too many ads and then it just cuts off the back end of our actual episode. That's the problem is that like last time I talked, last time I wasn't on the episode and just heard you guys talking, all of a sudden Ron said something and then literally mid sentence, the podcast just ended. Yeah. Do you guys have a time limit? No, 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 no. Uh, unfortunately, it is with uh, the provider that we use for the podcast. Sometimes oh, it wait, just actually out. happens. Yeah, it actually oh. happens. Uh, we've we've had some listeners uh, emailed uh, Star Wars Alliance about it, and they're like, "Hey, by the way, this happens." And I I thought that it was legitimately only something that I experienced, so I never talked about it. But now there's evidence. I kind of wish you would. I'm not going crazy. I would have like re-uploaded it or something. So uh, to everybody that's on the Patreon, if you want the last bits of each episode, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no. So that so <laughs> because because Patreon and the website that we use to actually upload the podcast are two separate things. The full episode is actually always on Patreon, but the so this is your reason to be a patron. See, look, exactly. I was right, even without knowing it. <laughs> Because I am a genius. Accidentally. There we go. All right. Well, genius. What What are your thoughts on this episode? Like, not um, in the spoiler section. So I, I was super excited about the fire in the building mm-hmm. because that's one of the things I remember most from this uh, part of the game. I will say, because I just played it, I hated it the first time I played it years ago. Still hate that this it this time, 
Because because I didn't have my explosive arrows. No. <laughs> because every time I stabbed David, the apparently it was like the worst spot. Uh, because when I would go to run away, he would chase after me, and I wouldn't get away fast enough a few different times, and I kept getting killed. So that's what See, I hate. But I, I will say this is probably one of the parts of the game that I don't like because, like most people, you're uh, sexist comes... and you didn't want to play a girl. No, 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 no. When, <laughs> like, <laughs> back up, back up. <laughs> rewind, hold on, hold on. <laughs> cut to ad, cut to ad. No, welcome I, welcome I to iFunny, guys. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> no, but for the fact that, like, you know, Joe spent like five minutes talking about it last episode about how you're just like, you know, fuck the the whole sneaking around and shit. I'm just gonna kill everything That's in my way. After I did the but new the, game plus, I had explosive arrows. But this is this is a part of the game where it forces you to not necessarily be sneaky, like to the detriment of like, hey, you have to be deadly quiet, but you have to maneuver around. But you do in though. a way. Because oh, I, as you're walking around, if you step on the plates, it alerts David, and he'll turn around and kill you. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's 100% accurate and annoying. And annoying, yep. But to to that point brings up the whole conversation of why people are kind of not really vibing with this episode. and Because the church the, guy's a pedophile and makes him uncomfortable. I mean that is <laughs> oh, that is dear. very true, and I—I I I mean have, the most realistic thing in the show so far. Oh, I have words about that guy. For sure. <laughs> um, but the the whole point of this portion of the game is there's a lot of stuff that you were doing as a player, not necessarily cutscenes and story driven stuff. It is very, uh, you know, with Ellie, uh, and David, you're killing off hordes of infected and clickers and a bloater even shows up in the game mm -hmm. and they even talked about this on the official podcast about how they switched the way they did it here so that way instead of building trust as in like saving each other's lives from infected they built trust in a very personal one-to-one -one conversation uh which i think is the better choice to kind of slow down from what we had been getting in the previous episodes but what you don't get here uh is those moments of you know spending a lot of time with joel when he finally wakes up like you were playing as joel at one point in this part of the game walking around the entire resort compound and taking out bad guys mm -hmm. ellie you're doing the exact same thing you're walking around you're running away from david you're doing a whole bunch of stuff you're spending a lot of time with ellie this episode did not really spend a whole lot of time with Joel on his own, with Ellie on her own, or with both of them together. It was really about the scumbag that is David and his crew and how Ellie and Joel were going to get out of the situation as a whole. And I think that is what people are really upset about, is that there isn't a whole lot of development from the three months jump to now and you have that very personal moment with joel and ellie at the very end of this episode a lot of people are saying that it's not really earned what do you guys feel i disagree with that just for the fact that uh i mean she literally stitched his guts back together um you know he 
uh, like, I, I don't know. It just, they if they've been together for that long, and not to mention that he is also probably delirious because he has been, you know, fucking out for however long. Yeah. Like, that would make him, his guard lowered more. Like, because normally, you know, he's a pretty hard-hearted person. But that'd be one of those times where, you know, like, because, you know, he's had so much blood loss and he's been sick and he, you know, just got done exhausting himself, you know, fighting people that were, you know, healthy. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it shows that he does care for her. And this is I like this to me is just him, his guard slipping, basically, like his hard you know man facade, like going away because he kind of caught got caught, you know, unprepared. But you see, his guard has been slipping since the beginning. I mean, early on. But very little bits. But that's the whole point of that's the point of slipping. Like, And that's what I'm saying. And this one is a big one because, you know. This, I think, is the floodgates are open. Is more like it. Because, you know, they've been together. And I think I was talking about this with Travis in the the chat. Like, they have had, they've been on the road for essentially six months. Like they've gone from Boston to Kansas City to Jackson to not Salt Lake. They haven't got there yet. Um, where they get to? It was Colorado. It was Colorado. Spoilers. Thank you. It's in the it's in the previews. Calm down. <laughs> this is the spoiler section. That's fine. Ah, thank you. This is the anyway. Um, so it's it's one of those things where they have spent all this time together. Yes. They had three months where they weren't. We didn't see anything. We didn't know what they were they were doing. But you slowly see him the that that hard facade being chipped away, and it's not like Ellie is is trying. Like she she is trying, and Joel isn't giving. You know, when was it in when they left Boston, um, and it was, they were just outside of Bill's place. And they had the um, they had the campfire, you know, and they're just they're he is still being the rough and tumble um, guard, you know. He he's he's keep keep her safe because she's an asset right now. Yeah, and he says as much when they leave Bill's town and they go Lincoln and they go and they end up in Kansas City. She's an asset. She's a job. She doesn't matter. And yes. He is starting to see an appeal of having her around. It's reminding him of Sarah. That is plain and simple because there have been numerous times subtly when he would have a conversation with her or she would do something and he would just check his watch. Just look at his watch. Just a quick little subtle, subtle thing. But it's reminding him of his daughter. And after the three months, you know, this is when Joel is, you know, when we first see him, they're in that cabin. They're they're not attacking, but they uh they're threatening that couple that they're both um the the couple themselves, they don't see it. they know Joel's not a threat. They know he's yeah. not gonna do anything. As soon as Ellie pops up and she is the playful, she's still playful to his hard ass, and they're like, Oh no, whatever. I don't you know, I'll, we'll tell you everything we want. You need to know. It's no big deal. You're not. You're not going to hurt us. And you're. We see what you're doing here. Those three months, those two were still bonding. We didn't see it obviously, but they were still bonding. 
because if if he if Ellie had not bonded to the point with Joel where they have this camaraderie, she would not have popped her head over the edge. She would not have defied his orders of you need to stay up there or you need to do this. Like he she's doing this because she knows Joel now because they've been there for so long. And here she's, you know, she can do the stuff knowing that he's not going to punish her. Not that he really is punishing her. But on top of that, as soon as they leave Jackson, what's the first thing they do? He's teaching her how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So like he's and he's even smirking when she's like, oh, the gun is terrible. Like the sights are all bad. And then he puts one right in the middle of the H of the bag. And he's got that little smirk of like, I mean, it's Joe, you've never went out and shot guns with your kid, have you? That's one of the best perks about it is when they're like, I'm saying (laughs) the bond that he is forming with her is becoming stronger. So everybody's saying that, oh, they're not getting all this time together. I think that's just, they're not getting what they want. They're not getting this. They want every single episode to be Joel Ellie. That's it. And I was gonna say they're not giving the the equivalent time on screen that they're hoping for for a show that is about supposed to be about these two individuals. And but I, there I, there I is a bigger that. story here. Yeah. Um. And like I know people are worried about the runtime for the last episode only being like forty <laughs> minutes, forty five minutes, or whatever. Um. Well, only I because think I, there's a there's a scene I want them to show that I don't think they're gonna show now. With it being that low, I could they still could. I, I but, think they will though. Like, I, I think I'm talking, I'm talking. So, the scene I'm talking about is in the tunnels with the infected. Oh, see, no, 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 I don't think so. So, yeah, I don't that, think they will. I, that I don't and, think so. But I will that's say my, that's my complaint with this back half is that they haven't really shown a lot of infected. Now, if you go by the rules of winter, you know. The cordyceps, they're a fungus, they're plant-based. Them hibernating makes sense. So them not having the horde run in on Ellie and David makes sense. Frustrating, but makes sense. Yeah. They're going to be in springtime in the next episode. Uh, There's no reason why they can't go into the tunnel. There's 10 infected, a bloater. A couple clickers. Oh, it, it is it is closer to spring when it comes to the end of mm-hmm. that. So I, they, I will say this. I'm not saying I, a whole horde. I'm just saying like them have to face off against some of them. That's all I want. I, I don't want them to completely forget about the infected in the last episode because that's the whole point of this like, hey, we're going about to find a cure Correct. to this infected or whatever. Uh, but I think that one thing, the very big trope about these post-apocalyptic shows movies stories is it's not the actual monsters that you fear the most it's the people that survived yeah and kind of veering back to this episode and the people that have survived this resort talking about david and james uh played by uh joel himself troy baker yeah um how so i i I want to get down to the conversation uh, with with uh, David and who he is as an individual. Uh, so again, just like Ron said, uh, complete d bag, uh, uh yeah, <laughs> pedophile, 
preacher. Well, all of didn't like, we just say that twice? So, <laughs> like for what was for somebody who used to go to church and everything else, this hit a little bit harder, just because a lot of the stuff he was saying to his community, like all the bullshit and everything. First off. <laughs> The fact that this is the uh, the same individual, like the individuals that we had in the, in the uh, uh, not last episode, but the episode prior to that, that attacked Joel, the one that died is yeah. like the father of the little girl in this first part of the episode. They're eating him in this episode. You know that, right? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. OK. A lot of people didn't connect those dots, apparently. The um, ear on the fucking ground by the meat fucking I mean, but even I, before that, when he's like, Oh no, just we are we are we'll take care of the body in the spring. Yeah, no. You, well, as soon as he said that, where, I was like, Oh, they're eating him. He's well, already it was gone. one of those things where and knowing what I know from the game, obviously I already knew going in what this group is, but once the girl Hannah, I believe her name is, asked David, like, can we just bury him? Like he can we put him in the ground? And he looks at James. Because he knows, not that he needs James' permission, but it's more of like, did we already eat yo, him, or is this? Yo, did we, is this, did we already start cutting him up, kind of a thing? Is is this the reserves, or it, is this? No, I'm fresh? pretty. I'm pretty sure her dad should have still been hanging in the larder because it looked like they had uh, three extra bodies in there uh, along with his. How's the deep freeze? So. Oh, that's true. No. Uh, okay, and about the deep freeze, like, do you know how fucked up these people are? They got fresh deer and they're still like, nah, Eating the people. humans. The yeah, humans. No, hold on. Yeah, that, first in, first out, man. Good, that's first in, first out. I felt. Um, <laughs> no, like, gotta I mean, eat it before it spoils. You have to get all the blood out. So they're in the deep freeze. Like, the, it, it takes a minute for the blood to get out. So, the, yes, yes, they just got fresh deer, but they can't immediately okay, cut it so, and start getting the meat. I mean, technically, you could. Take. Take well, it from somebody who it. you gotta whatever. But also, if you're in, if you're putting a deer in the freezer, the blood isn't draining; it's coagulating. They're, yeah. they're not draining anything. That's because ever the blood no. aren't out of the body. They're not draining. No, the no, blood no, 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 in no. the deep freeze. There's just they've already drained it, and there's just freezing. Can we also talk freezer. about how only two people dragged back a whole fucking horse? Yeah, I I was gonna That's bring fair. that up because at one point when they finally stop Ellie, they're like, "You two grab the horse, the other two with me, other ones go find him." Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking about that giant ass horse. I'm like, "How? How? That thing is huge." Well, one one of them takes two legs. The other one takes the other two legs, and well, bring it. No, no. <laughs> so what happens is one guy crawls into the front. The other guy crawls into the back and holds his waist. Horses on that. Damn it. <laughs> God, yeah, that works. Oh, shit. But um, uh, but David, David, uh, what I was saying was uh he is like talking to Ellie about their community and all of these different things, really getting on her uh trying to get on her good side. Of course, I like the facade that she has when she first meets them. You notice how like deep she tried to make her voice. She tried, and everything she was saying is the exact same thing that Joel said. Like yeah. she was just she was doing her best impression of Joel. 
Because that's, Buddy Boy. that's who she's emanating. That's that's who she's emanating. That's who she's she's trying to, like you said, put on this persona of of toughness. But the thing is, if you watch Ellie and Bella Ramsey has even come out and said it, like that gun was heavy. It was unloaded. There was nothing in there. But I could not keep it up. And they kept saying, like, all right, hey, you gotta you gotta lift it up a little bit. Yeah, they they did say that on the official podcast that that is actually an unloaded real gun that is not a prop and that she later on in the other scenes, everything from her shoulders to her chest midsection was hard to like keep upright uh, afterward because she had to lift it for so long. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will give her props for as soon as David and well, James left and David started backing away. First thing she does, unload the guns. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was that was smart. You know, yeah, she actually, she's learning from Joel. She's she's picking up the training, even though that was not something that Joel taught her. It was something that she saw way back when, when they went to uh, the one outpost, the the one um, gas station, and Joel yeah. did away that the gun. Like he, unloaded, he the gun. unloaded it. Yeah. yeah, she saw that. And uh, the the way that David uh, then was like, hey, okay, go get that medicine. He's like, that isn't code. That, code that, James. that, that doesn't mean, like, go try something. Like, go get the medicine. We can work something out. He and, saw through Ellie from the get-go. He, so, he realized so, who she was. I think James did, too, right from the get-go. I, th- I think that was the whole point. And it brought a little bit of insight when I listened to the official podcast because I don't necessarily – got i didn't get the vibe to begin with i got it much later but like uh craig and uh neil had said how basically from the moment they saw each other uh david was like two to three steps ahead of her yeah and uh in like this weird fucking way he wanted like he completely wanted to like romanticize with her like oh you could be by my side we could rule together like this whole thing that was weird what but not you know it it's in the game as well like it it's kind of similar similar situation i think it's more of nope lost my thought there it goes <laughs> bye anyway um you know how you can tell that she didn't learn all the way from joel though he let them talk or she let they, them talk? they both walked away from that deer carcass yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but, well, that, uh, but that's the other thing like he david knew immediately and i mean he could he could definitely see that that she was not while she's has a loaded gun aimed at them he i mean she wasn't holding it properly like she didn't have the shoulder the the butt or the rifle butt up to her shoulder it was like down here, just kind of at the hip, so wasn't gonna be able to get like a good shot off. Oh, you'd but, be surprised. Well, you still could, but you're like, only ten feet away. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and it's a rifle. Fair. I, I did like as far as like the persona of David, and even Neil and and Craig were like, oh well, we don't want to. How they phrase it? They phrased it like. Oh, you could chop it up to religious blah, blah blah, but like whether it be consciously or subconsciously, how they wrote the character of David here, when he is, you know, sw- trying to sway Ellie the way that he did, 
saying all of these things. You can go back to the conversations that he was having with his community. Uh, you know, oh, you know, you're always going to have a father, like all these different things in the Christian Catholic, whatever the father, of course, being God. And then at the, like when you dig deep, it's all about him. Yeah. And Ron, the way that you said, this is probably the most realistic thing in this show. Seeing it firsthand in a church, when somebody has the opportunity to have control over a large community or a small community, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. And so, like, seeing David be like this was, like, it, it, it made me feel dirty. I was like, this is disgusting. Like, just the worst human being that you could possibly think of. And it still be the post-apocalyptic world, like fucking clickers and bloaters and shit. And you're just like, yeah, David's probably the worst. Well, yeah. the, the biggest thing coming from the uh, Last of Us official podcast, they were they were talking about, I think it was Neil talking about how this community that that David had built was built on theology. And what's interesting is you see how this one is is they're they're barely surviving. They have, I mean, we talked about it. They become cannibals Dude, because okay. they don't have they don't have uh they can't find food even though they're barely trying. But then you step back a couple episodes, and you get the the community Jackson. in Jackson. And they're thriving. They are prepared for the winter. They've got plenty of food, plenty of housing, plenty of everything for everybody. Because and they they're communists. Communists. They are working. <laughs> they're working together. Another thing, though, what uh, what's the timeline from like when everything shut down to this point? It's like what twenty years? Yeah, because uh, it was two thousand three when it when the outbreak happened, and this is set in twenty twenty three. They are still yeah. eating canned food. Yeah. Uh I think and again, me personally, I don't trust a lot of the expiration dates. I try to eat it like within the next few days of me purchasing anything at the grocery store, but I have seen canned foods 2 years usually tops. No, I I've seen some packages in in and canned foods say 20.99. Uh I watched Down Periscope. I remember that <laughs> uh the canned food being okay after being, you know, on that sub for however long. <laughs> Disgusting. That's a good yeah. You're going to wake up in the morning and say, mm, I'd like to have a nice warm cup of pig fat. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, no, but regardless, okay. But the fact, this is what I was trying to bring up with the canned food thing. The fact that they're still eating canned food and that they don't have any, like the whole time you're in there, you don't see anywhere where they would have had a garden set up or a greenhouse set up or anything growing anywhere in the houses where they would have still been able to grow right. things throughout the winter. Like they are solely basing everything on what this pedophile can find and what they've been able to find stored up from, you know, before the fall. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair, yeah. I looked into it. It says the longest lasting canned foods are canned meats that go for uh, four to 30 years, followed by canned vegetables, three to eight years, canned beans, three to six years, and canned fish for three to six years. 
But these were so, what potatoes? No, they were tomatoes. Oh, so it would have been four to eight years. Yeah. So and that is probably. Yeah, I did That's... notice how like the the like stew that they made with the venison. By the way, um, I get so... had... no. Continue. I have a thought. That had like the chunky meat, and I know that the Geekverse guys were really bothered about how chunky the meat was because you have to like preserve. And I'm like, guys, you don't understand. Those are the humans. They have plenty of those. They're going to kill those off. They're going to wait until they die. And they're like, they're not going to run out until the computer, the community dies altogether. So they're not worried about that. You know, what really pissed me off though, is you looked at like the women and the younger people had like these bowls that were mostly broth with a couple chunks in them. And then you had David and like a handful of other people that had plates that were like heaped with all kinds of, you know, like all the chunks of food that were from the stew. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, just little subtle things like that. That's like, oh, but that's how church really works, too. So it makes sense. I mean, it is, though. Yeah. Leaders get the bulk of it and everybody else gets the dregs. Um, So at one point after Ellie gets captured, David is talking to her once she finds out that they're cannibals. And he says that there's a there's a handful that know, or there's a couple that know right now. And I was gonna tell you sooner or later. I would argue that everybody knows. They all know. They just don't want to admit that what I don't think they all know. See, I think they do. I think well, you gotta remember though, you have to remember this is a cult. They believe whatever he tells them. True, but the cooks probably know. Well, the cooks definitely know. And obviously, like Hannah, Hannah, very beginning said, can we bury my dad? I think she knew that this is this is why I think the whole town knew she knew that if they don't bury him now, they're going to eat him. him. And then her mom, which was one of the cooks, once the guy brings in the meat, she's like, what is this? And he pauses. He's like, venison. She didn't question it. She I I think she wanted to. I don't I, I will admit I don't think the younger individuals know. I think the adults know, but only a select few and some of them so so erase that. I think the younger ones don't know. I think everybody else knows because I don't say anything. They know and don't say anything. And then there's only a select few that actually know because they have to get their hands dirty in order to prepare it. Yeah. Gotta get That's some more long pig from the freezer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I think that's what it genuinely is. I mean, because that's probably accurate. Because I don't think it would have been so like, like like you said in the very beginning of the episode where David and James had that mutual eye contact mm-hmm. of like awkwardness. There wouldn't have been any of that if there was no like non-secretive about it you know plus the adults don't want to say anything because they know they'll be next on the menu if that happens probably <laughs> no, honestly yeah probably it is okay so do you think I... that they like tripped and knocked people downstairs to kill them so they also tenderize them as they fell i can see it being <laughs> when they run into somebody that's who they they kill and eat 
Well, I'm talking yeah, about when yeah. stock when the stocks get low and sure. you know they gotta kill somebody off in the neighborhood and they're like, well, that person lives on the second story. If we just push them down the stairs, not only are we getting free meat, it's also pre tenderized. No, see, the or is that why he hits them? I, I, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what? All of this, gonna... all of this cannibalism talk is making me really hungry for an ad. So let's go ahead and take a, a quick ad break. And then from there, gold, <laughs> we will be right back. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Three, two, one. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, 
where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And we're back. Oh, Man, that was really good ad ads. I am Man, so that's... full. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no ron to to your point i think that uh it would be a lot easier go hiking push them off a freaking mountain you get you get real tender it just depends because uh, where you push them off at and how far they fall because you don't have to bring back splattered meat you know you want it to still be in the casing you just want to be able to like milk it out like you know uh... <laughs> Well, no. See, if if you if you get splattered meat, it's a lot easier to make like a lasagna or something. You know, I guess that's fair. Fair, yeah. Just super easy. But uh, so the one thing that we haven't talked about is the uh, the resurrection of Joel. Uh, the moment where Ellie finds out or hears uh, them going after her. Uh, she runs back inside, tells Joel, like, hey, there's people coming. I'm going to get them as far away as possible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did you notice when he opened his eyes, it looked like he was coming back from the fucking dead? Like, his eyes were rolling when he opened them. Yeah, I know them. They, were, they were fluttering a little bit. I did. I saw that. I was like, what in the world is going on with this man? Well, um, lots of drugs. Kind of. Dude, Although, I watched the movie know. the other day. What movie? Um... Fuck, I can't remember the movie, but it had Avenger. We are talking about that. No, um, but it had um, um, Karen Gillan in it, and uh, it had Pedro Pascal in it, and it was um, uh, it had David Duchovny in it. Um, Wait, there it was, was a Karen Gillan Pedro Pascal movie. Hold on, let me let me look up what it was called because we are. I think it was on Netflix. Maybe it was fucking stupid, but it was hilarious. Um. But he did a lot of drugs in that movie, and that's what his eyes reminded me of. A bubble? Yeah, that. The bubble. That movie it's... was actually kind of funny. So oh. the bubble is a parody movie. Yes. Uh, it's I I've only seen commercial or, or or trailers for it. I never actually seen it. Leslie, but Moore. it looked really stupid. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, it just it was it was it was actually pretty good. Like I liked it. It was fucking hilarious. It's on that. Yeah, I'll tell I mean, you it was also pretty dumb, but it was still funny. Yeah, well, you know, I'm um, gonna have to try. It. I'm gonna have to try it. But uh, so I, what I was gonna bring up is I'm pretty sure that Ellie, you know, she she jabbed the penicillin into Joel's wound to try and heal him, but she didn't clear the the syringe line, so she. You know, threw some air on him, so I'm pretty sure she killed him. I was kind of thinking the same thing, um, just because recently, um, with my wife being in the hospital, me being the weirdo that I am, I ask questions all the freaking time of like, "Hey, what are you doing? How are you doing this? What's going on? What's it like?" Abby gets super annoyed when I'm <laughs> like with her whenever like she has a doctor's appointment or curious clay over here. Well, so for me my my baby has to go to the doctor every two months to get like vaccinations and everything mm -hmm. i'm the one that's acting like a little kid asking all the questions like 
That's just who I am. Yeah, I'm super yeah. curious. Yeah, I'm. I mean, <laughs> but when when that happened, I was like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. And again, it's not her fault. You're living know. in, in a post-apocalyptic world, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's the one thing that freaking uh, her school uh, definitely did not teach her. You know, because. Uh, the sources of medicine were so small and dwindling. Mm -hmm. I doubt that. Oh yeah. You're going to need a syringe on you at all times, you know? So, well, they probably have them on there all times, but for different reasons. Hmm. Uh, I mean, but even same still, concept. That kill you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, but yeah, so Joel waking up and taking out the, the one guy who comes down the basement. That was cool. Yeah. That was uh, pretty wicked. I'm telling you, Joel could be Batman. Hiding in the shadows, he needs to be Batman. Morally I mean, corrupt. <laughs> he needs to be Batman. The only thing he doesn't have is a lot of money. Oh, uh, no. Well, money is dead to this world, so. That's not true. They had their little um, tokens or whatever they used to buy shit in the uh, QZ. The freaking Fair. colored paper. Yeah. 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 That's uh, what money is, Clay. Weird. Yeah, say so weird that, that just proving that money means nothing. Huh. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever the weird. heads say it is weird. Um, no, but when he get he gets to the point where he has the two individuals, and he goes back, and people were like, were were confused as of why he asked the older couple two episodes ago about how to where to point on the map Th the actual homage was to this moment here yes um in the game and i love that it was almost like beat for beat because just like in the game he kills the first guy and the other guy's like why'd you do that why'd you do that no i, I promise you okay. i'm done it's like and and it cuts it fades to black the exact same way the game does and i love where joel's like it's all right I believe him, and then just freaking starts to whack him. I it, like cinematic freaking amazement. Chef's kiss. I loved it all. So I think they had. I this is my like headcanon. They had the scene with the old couple, so that Ellie can see Joel's tactics, so that she will then use those. Oh, tactics use it because do. because. You know, spoiler for the second game. Ah, I didn't spoil it this time around. I I will say it, it does happen for a different scenario, but it does happen. <laughs> yes, it does happen. So, oh, <laughs> he took out the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and that's why I killed the dog. Uh... <laughs> oh no. shit! No. Um... <laughs> But uh, I I Did still we have enough dog this. killing on the recording we did yesterday. Yeah, that's true. God, it, yeah. Joe, what is wrong with you, man? Like Toxic Avenger, man. Like it was a messed up movie. I I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't okay. Joey's also, fault the time that the dog got killed in Toxic Avenger. You're. I mean, it was it was already made. He he willingly did it in every other video game though. Uh. The I want to go ahead and say R.I.P. to uh, Troy Baker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Guy didn't have a chance. 
Uh, um, okay, so here's a question. Here's a question. And I, I already know the answer to this one. Which death was worse? Troy Baker getting the cleaver, questioning uh, David, or Jeffrey Pierce getting his head ripped off by the bloater, trying to save Kathleen? In Kansas City. Pierce? Yeah. The bloater freaking ripped off his head. Like, you, you, there is a very, very slim possibility of James being alive at that moment and staying alive in that moment. Pierce, your head is literally leaving your body. There's no coming back from that. I mean, I watched the drama. There's a lot coming, a lot of heads in, in jars. <laughs> No, but I I loved again. I, I a lot of people, and for some reason this is a bad thing. A lot of people, for some odd reason, think it's bad for uh, for creators to give their communities fan service. But again, doing things straight from the game, where Ellie is screaming about being infected, and you know, claiming, oh, now you are too with the bite and everything. Again, I think it's it's a, f- you, you look at it in the moment, it's a fight or flight thing. Like, there was literally nothing Ellie could have done to get out of that situation from literally dying than to hesi- keep them hesitated. Because, again, going back to the conversation we had about David, he may look like he is there for the community. He is there for himself. He is there yeah, for the 100%. power. If he's yeah, infected, it, he no longer has that power. He has well, so he, he no he longer has says, that. He even says, you know, I I came I came into a religion after the fall of man, you know, and yeah. he came into it because it was the easiest way to lead people to get them to do what he wanted. Yeah. And he, he like it had nothing to do with survival except for his own survival. And, and that kind of is why he what he's infatuated with Ellie. He says himself, he's surrounded by sheep. He's a shepherd, surrounded by sheep. Now we know he's really a wolf in shepherd's clothing, I guess. I guess, but he sees the same things in Ellie that he sees in himself. So Ellie's powerful. She's not mostly himself. Entire- is what he's trying to see in Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you froze up for a second there, Joey. I no. love that reaction. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Oh, I, I, have to, I have to cut some some video and uh, put it on on online or something. Um, <laughs> that's fair. No. Um. But no. He he wants Ellie as his equal. He sees Ellie as an equal, while still wanting to control her. Because he 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 already controls this flock, like all these people well, for the most part, fair. But all these people would not survive without. In his eyes, they would not survive without him. True. But with Ellie, they could be ruling the town together. They could be making it bigger, expanding it. Gross. That way, I know. Um, <laughs> and I was gonna I was gonna say that yes. Pedophilia, wrong. 100% wrong. I, and him being a preacher, obviously it doesn't matter. They just do because they want to. 
that's but the same thing. It's the same thing. It is. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know, in his head, oh well, that's that's the old world rules. Those don't those don't mean anything now. Not that they meant anything then, but they don't mean anything now. Like I can I can be with a fourteen year old because you know that she's an equal, like she's an old soul. You know, in the, in the young body, disgusting, gross, very. Age is just a number. Well, it's definitely a number in the church. Um, yep. So I do love, and but that's the other thing. He's trying to get to her. He's trying to to manipulate her, and she's not giving in at all. You know, every time he's asking for her name, she's telling him to go fuck himself. Um, and then she finally does give his, her him her, her name when he breaks his, when she breaks his fingers. I like is, the delivery of that. Yeah, because it's it's very subtle the way that she isn't giving a name. Like you're you're almost not even paying attention to the fact that she's not giving the name until she finally does. You're like, oh shit, because again. Like we've been saying, David is the big man on campus Mm -hmm. at this resort. And then just because you know it's going to hit his ego, she says it in the way that she does, saying, oh, Ellie, tell tell everybody that the little girl Ellie was the one that broke your fucking finger. Mm -hmm. Like, that was so, so good. Yeah, I, mean, I it, it's it's a chess game between the two of them. Yes. Because she is while she is just a little shit to begin with, we saw that in this whole season so far. She's also <laughs> been learning from Joel. You know, like everything you do matters. So now and she's a violent little shit. Oh she's a violent little shit, definitely. Um, but to the part where she reveals that she's infected to to David, you know, she bites him. He, him and James throw her up on the table. David's about ready to chop off or chop her in little pieces. And she's like, I'm infected. And now so are you. There was, I think it was a new rock star I listened to today. And they, they were saying that, or he was saying that, um, yes, she's infected, but she can't pass on the infection. No, because she's the cure. She's yeah. Yes. But you have to have it in you to be able to, you know, have a cure. I know, but you're what you're initially doing is you're if 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 blood cross contaminates, right? If you're cross con- contaminating blood, hers is nullifying the infection within her own body. Yeah. So yeah, the, the spores of when, the cordyceps that are inside of her are basically uh, sterile. Yeah, that's how so, I would see it. W- and again, yeah, I agree. Which means David actually wasn't affected. Well, yeah, we all know that, but he didn't. Well, I mean, he kind of knew that, but James didn't know that. J- James no, see, because because David didn't figure it out until he was in that room on fire. Because he even states, like, again, going back to the head games, the games of chess. You know, you can hate him all you want for the individual that he is but unfortunately he is a smart individual yeah 
by saying, you know, so how'd you do it? Like he is connecting the dots and it's almost like those classic moments of like superhero comics where like the bad guy figure out the true identity of the hero before their inevitable death. And so they're unable to share like who Superman is or who Batman is. David is like, Oh shit. I've met somebody who is, you know, basically non-infected, but has been bitten before. Like you actually think that I think like it was all just in my eyes, David is seeing the infect the, the bite on her arm as being fake as a way to try and and freak people out like try and get get people to not bother her because yeah, he see, does I, say I saw it he, well say he he does say yeah. that like you know nobody who's infected fights as hard as you as you are so like in his head I think he thinks that she was lying to him again. See, I think the other way around, I think he was trying to justify himself not dying because he wanted to be like, you know, no, there's no way that I'm possibly infected. You know, if she was infected, she wouldn't be acting like this. So I can't be infected. But yet when he is confronted with putting out the fire, so his whole place doesn't burn down or going to try to kill a little girl that, Mm -hmm. you know, he goes after her, which makes me think that he still thinks that he's infected. Because oh. he chose, because he did not fight to survive. But he was fighting to kill her because well, she no, pissed no, off no, because no, she ruined her. his way. Control her. Because he was going to kill her. He, one, no, once he got a hold of her, what's the first thing he was he did? And no one has, uh, like, no one's kind of pointing this out. First thing he does, he, he gets her on the ground, takes both hands. His left hand goes down to his belt. He was not yeah. going to kill her. He was, he was going to rape her right there. Yeah, fair. It, but and he was going to keep her alive and be submissive to him. But <sighs> let's. I I kind of have to believe in what Ron is saying because he does say, he says, "I know you're not infected. No one infected fights this hard to stay alive." He's not fighting very hard. He's not trying to. Again, he would have tried when, to take her out of there before he tried to do that to her because they were it was the building was literally burning around them. It was starting to go up. He yeah. probably just yeah. saw it as one last way to be a do- to dominate her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think that that could easily be something of like, hey, this is our last F you to you, Ellie. And we're both gonna die together, but I still have the laugh last laugh. But he says that we're neither one of us are gonna die today. And yet he, he was he trying to do her. He was trying to do what he did inside of a burning building where it was That's literally true. coming down around them. <clears throat> no, you're, you're not wrong. I so. think he was still just trying to talk himself out of it at that point in time. That's a good possibility. Okay. Um, we get to the scene where Ellie gets the 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 cleaver uh, and then gets one up on David and just wails on him, just takes him out. I was say, she gets and- more than one on him. <laughs> I said whales, not one. Well, I said one up. Gotcha. Um, but here's a, like an interesting point that Neil and Craig talk about in the in the podcast. Bella Ramsey, when she's doing the scene, she is full on just going, 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 actually killing him. Starts slowing down, and then intensely just back again. Like she she is letting. Oh, that's because her arm was tired from holding the rifle up for so long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
But no, she's letting out all this frustration on this piece of shit who was about ready to do a shit ton of nasty things to her and who has done horrible things to the people that he is the leader. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. So it's, I mean, it was a beautiful scene. Um, I know in the game, and it's been talked about both on the podcast and in reviews, in the game, Joel comes in and grabs her and he comforts her there and gets her out. Uh, they were Craig and Neil were saying that it just it didn't make sense in this instance uh, for him to be able to get in when there was no way when in. all all the doors are locked and you yeah. could say oh well the fire it's it's a wooden cabin so like he sure. could probably break in really easily and all this stuff he doesn't know where she's at but I I think the well in the game I will say in the game he notices the, the smoke yeah. out of the uh the doorway. That's how he notices first. Yeah. Uh, but I like what they said. Uh, the reason behind what they did for this episode is that they wanted to make it very clear that she did this on her own, that yep. she walked out of that place on her she own. She walked out of hell. Yep. Because of, hell. yeah, because of the situation that she was in, it would have kind of been a little inappropriate for like, Oh, the guardian angel Joel to come wandering in. Oh, I got you. People yeah. could see that the wrong way. They didn't say this personally on the podcast, but I could easily see, you know, Twitter blowing up because of it. This, I think does add a little bit more to Ellie as a character because, uh, they did mention on the Geekverse podcast that, through this in particular moment kind of defines who Ellie is going to be in the future. Like if you see all of the prior episodes, Ellie has never had to be this violent. She's been violent before she's been intimidating. Like we said in the very beginning of this episode, she's never had to do something as violent as this. Yeah. And this was a very pivotal character development moment that needed to happen. 100%. And then the big thing, Joel does get, like, after she leaves, Joel comes up and is comforting her. And he calls her baby girl. He he is finally 100% in on this being his surrogate daughter. And he is protecting her. Um, and we'll we'll see the ramifications of that in next Not episode. Not my real dad. No, but <laughs> um, uh, it's it, it, it's just it's the final it's the final barriers that he was hold, that he was building between two come crumbling down, and it's a beautiful moment. Uh, it's it's them walking away from the tragedy. It's very um, you know you put it up against the end of episode two when Tess gets killed off, the building blows up. And Joel walks away, and there's Ellie standing there watching. And then also in episode five, when Sam and Henry are now dead, they bury the graves. Ellie has walked away, and then Joel comes up. Like it's this is the moment where, yes, every other point was separated, like they were walking away, but they were still separated. This is them walking away together. This is them finally together as a unit. 
and we're going to see uh, some very interesting things happen next episode. Bella Ramsey herself has already said that it's going to be very controversial. Okay, so... Well, actually, you know what? I'll wait until we're done recording to ask about that. Because for those who haven't played the game, I don't want to spoil anything. So I'll, I'll ask that after. So, okay, fine. yeah. But that is, I think, it. You guys have any other thoughts for this episode? For this episode, no. No, I, I think we're good. plenty of other thoughts, but that's not for this. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, thank you guys both for being here. We've got one episode left of the season. We already know we're getting a season two. Don't know when, but we know it's coming. Um, can't wait for the last episode. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, so let everybody know where they can find you. Ron, go ahead and start. Uh, good at this game. Instagram. Uh, TikTok. Um, add an R to the end of it for Twitter. Uh, probably some other places, too. And, of course, you can catch me on our other podcast, uh, The Comic Book Rundown. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Clay? Of course, you can always find me at Fanboy Clay on Twitter. I did finally figure out uh, what happened to my account on Mastodon, so you can find me there as well. Uh, I did not accidentally uh, self-destruct it. It just somehow disappeared for a little bit. Um, and then you can find my other podcast, of course, being Ranger Alliance and Star Wars Alliance here on the GUA network. Um, by the time you are listening to this, uh, Katie and I are not going live this week on Star Wars Alliance. Uh, but she has said that uh, she would recommend watching The Bad Batch first. So watch The Bad Batch and then watch The Mandalorian. That's the recommendation. So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm like, I I will say there is a pretty big callback last episode, and I think it's gonna play off a little bit with this next episode. So watch the Bad Batch and then watch the Mandalorian this week. Uh, and then uh, Ranger Alliance, we are planning on recording sometime this week. Uh, hopefully, Jake's uh, uh, internet is good. Otherwise, Remember. I have to go find my uh, sock puppet. Uh, <laughs> I have the note literally right here from last week. Um, so that'll be fun. And uh, over on not the GUA network is my other podcast, uh, Batman News Weekly, where me and my co-host talk anything and everything Batman and in, in all of pop culture. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about uh, some things that James Gunn have said uh, that he has uh denied apparently he just completely destroyed fandom wire uh this morning so uh we're, we're gonna be talking about some of that stuff it's gonna be all fun that sounds like fun you guys can find myself on twitter at um underscore actually underscore you can find this show a walk the month first on twitter at walk the verse uh, i'm also part of ranger alliance and dc alliance which are both a part of this network uh, and then you can find my other show comic rundown with ron at comic rundown on twitter at comic book rundown on instagram and that is everything so once again thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week for our finale 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.